Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Join Us Today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokomlimle. We are on DTT because we're free to wear on DSTV Channel 421 and Go TV Channel 125. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, experts cast doubts over Vice President Dr. Baumier's promise to reverse the controversial electronic transport levy transfer levy and other tax measures if elected as the next president of Ghana. I think that on the tax fronts, um, he seems to have some fantastic ideas because um, he wants to emphasize on simplifying the tax compliance process and also, uh, you know, widening the tax base, something which has been with us since independence. DC flag bearer John Mahama has meanwhile jabbed the vice president's alleging Dr. Balmia is attempting to exonerate himself from what he calls economic mess. Those who contributed to the mess are trying to run away as if they were not part of it. People have begun saying, oh, they were not in charge, they, they, they were not listening to them and all that. All of them, they inside. We'll take you to the streets of Accra where some Ghanaians say politicians should be held to account on their campaign promises. He was part of this government who actually sat in that economical uh, meeting and then brought all these taxes. So who time is now going to say that he's not part of it and he's going to scrub it off? I don't see it. I think it's a 419 gimmick that he's trying to bring about on this our country. Just win votes. Many thanks for choosing us. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and X Spaces at Joy News on TV. My personal handle is at Denana Aisha. Please stay for details. Many thanks for choosing us. There are emerging concerns that it will be next to impossible for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia to reverse some major tax policies currently under implementation if he wins the 2024 general elections to become president of Ghana. And as address outlining his vision as a presidential candidate of the governing NPP, Dr. Baumia says there will be a new approach to governance, including some major reforms that will see the repeal of the electronic transfer levy and also a halt on all charges on digital transactions. However, some experts say Ghana's bailout program with the IMF will make it difficult for such a policy to be achieved. Listen to tax consultant Francis Timoboy. I think that on the tax fronts, um, he seems to have some fantastic ideas because um, he wants to emphasize on simplifying the tax compliance process and also, uh, you know, widening the tax base, something which has been with us since independence. Our tax base is very narrow, and so you realize that government continues to um, impose taxes which people cannot avoid, which is in the form of indirect taxes. And so, in levy 
I'm happy because, I mean, you can't pursue digitalization whilst trying to impose um, levies on people who want to, you know, change behavior and go to that front. And for me, it looks like it confirms his earlier media engagement, which says that taxing the, the digital services was not the, the right thing. Again, emission tax, he says he's going to abolish it. I think it's also fantastic because you look at it from a policy perspective and it's like double taxation because currently we pay 10 pesos on, on every liter. So on the whole, some of his policies are good, just that I think that he needs to do more of engagement so that we can, you know, people can bring out the challenge. Now, political marketing expert Kobe Mensah says Dr. Balmandu Baumier's party, which is currently in power, has not demonstrated a posture that indicates its willingness to cut back on government expenditure when it wins the next elections. Dr. Baumia, in a sharp departure from his predecessor, Nanado, has pledged to work with only 50 ministers of state when elected, but Kobe Mensah is expressing doubt. Completely departed from, you know, Akufo's tradition. I mean, using the golden age, very much Kufo, you know, using the private sector as an enabler, very much Kufo. In fact, Kufo actually even spoke longer than in team, who is, who is the party chairman. It indicated to me that he was trying to tie his April strength, strength to that of former President Kufo as opposed to Akufo And he came to light because he made a lot of references to Kufo's age and departed from Akufo I would actually do the same if I was actually managing because this is a regime that people don't like, so you want to decouple. The only problem that the decoupling strategy was wrong in, by, the, by the fact that he sort of said that, yes, we implemented the E-Level, we implemented that, which majority of your own people have said that you are right in front and center of doing this. And then, of course, you come and say, I will scrap it. It is almost like you, Aisha, telling your people that, look, or customers that, look, all the programming that I've been giving to you is scrap. I don't, I don't think it's good. When I become the GM of Joy FM, I'm going to scrap them. How does that sound to your customers? It is very disingenuous. It is very incredible. And then it sort of paints a picture that you're not loyal to the, exactly the development of brand that you're actually looking at. So from the perspective of the supplier, yes, he, he tried to do this. From the customer, it sounds like a very disingenuous approach to do that because it doesn't bring the ethical issues. It, it, it doesn't bring the, 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 the credibility, you know, suffering. What do Ghanaians make of Dr. Baumier's message? We sampled a few for you. I think um, uh, scrapping up the taxes, um, I don't know what, where he's starting from and where he's coming from, but he was part of this government who actually sat in that economical uh, meeting and then brought all these taxes. So who time is now going to say that he's not part of it and he's going to scrap it off? I don't see it. I think it's a 419 gimmick that he's trying to bring about on this our country just to win votes. Yeah, there is, yeah, there is no paying tax. I don't think that country will move. It's, tax is necessary because of help us now, most of our need in the country. Okay, but what I will say about the high tax, they should reduce it and make it moderate for us, but not to pay tax it's not possible. I, I want to believe that he's going to st- stick to what he's saying, but we've, we've had evidences that politicians, they speak, and when they come into office, they do different things. So if we can, we, can, we can hold him to what he's saying, 
because the tax burden to me is too much. It's too much on the ordinary Ghanaians. So there should be a way to hold um, politicians accountable on the, uh, on the promises that they made before they come into office. He can do it if, if, if um, he really means to help Ghanaians because the situation currently is not the best. He has to do it. He can do it. And I believe that when he's given the power, he, he can do it. The national service, I, I disagree because we are supposed to, you know, the nation invests in our youth through education. So when you, are, you finish school, you are supposed to contribute somehow towards um, the development of the country through the national service scheme. So I don't agree with him. I think the national service scheme uh, should be there. It should be made compulsory for all those who, uh, whom the, the, the country supports in terms of, of the education. I think so, it's going to be a really bad idea because maybe through that it's going to be my job opportunity, maybe doing my national service there and that is going to be my opportunity of working in that company. It's cancer. But not making it compulsory, others are not going to take it serious. Yeah, that is the issue. Because the youth of today, normally when you don't force them to do something or push them to do something, they just do it anyhow and just let it go. So it not being compulsory, that is not going to help the youth of today. So I'm going to say, sir, he shouldn't, he should rephrase that statement and make it right. Because even when it's even compulsory, they are not even doing it. And now it's not, it's not compulsory. So I think it's not going to work for we, the youth, coming now at all. Definitely, I'll agree with that if he can deduce some of the taxes, in fact, like about 30% or 40%, that will be okay because things are now rising. Double, like the, the price are just doubling up. You can't even walk around with 50 cities. You are just now, nah, the, the 50 cities is gone. Former President John Mahama has also been speaking about the record of the current administration. He says no member of the NPP administration can be exonerated from Ghana's present economic challenges. Already, the NDC flag bearer says he is sensing a deliberate attempt by Dr. Balmia to shy away from his role in the management of the economy. He's been speaking at a town hall meeting in Tamale as part of his Building Ghana tour. Now all those who contributed to the mess are trying to run away as if they were not part of it. People have begun saying, oh, they were not in charge, they, they, they were not listening to them, and all that. All of them, they inside. Jack Toronto and all his small brothers, all of them are part of the mess that we're going through. None of them can escape responsibility, none of them. Because they've all been a part of this. They all sat in cabinet together. They all took those decisions together. Anytime they were going to borrow from the uh, Eurobond market, they approved it in cabinet. They sat in cabinet and approved it. In six years, you went and borrowed $13.5 billion. And you did nothing with it. So today you can't come and tell us you were not part of it. All of them are part of the mess in which we find ourselves. And Ghanaians are going to send them packing for the hardship that they've inflicted on us, for the debt that they've swallowed us in. And they must go home and go and learn their lesson. NDC is coming back, winning this election. And we have the men and women that are going to restore this country's economic, economy and finances back to a, a, a healthy condition. 
Now, Mr. Mahama has assured the NDC will ensure the economy is turned round if successful in the elections. You inherited an economy that was doing well. It is you, by your mismanagement, your clueless finance minister, and your clueless head of economic management team, who now wants to run away from economic issues to become the champion of digitalization. It is they who have created this mess. And you cannot run away from what you've done. Today they tell us the economy is turning the corner. It is not turning any corner. The IMF has come to say that Ghana's debt is still unsustainable and it's in a distressed situation. The good thing our people have, our friends in the MPP, is they know how to talk. They are very glib talkers. They are good at sowing propaganda. And they believe that at any time they can talk and convince the people of Ghana. But we are the wiser now. All the things they did, the promises they made, they have not kept one of them. How many people's districts have a factory? After the one district, one factory promise. How many districts here have a factory? Even the ones that have, there's nothing there. Those in Waliwali district. There's a factory there, watermelon. There's no equipment in the, in the factory. Dr. Baumia yesterday announced the uh, withdrawal of the 15% tax on electricity consumption. Organized labor has been fighting government over this tax, demanding that government withdraws it. Well, Vice Chairman of TUC, Ken Kodia, says they haven't received any official communication from government, but it's open for talks. He, however, warns they will not accept the tax in any other form. Organized labor is likely to meet tomorrow if we receive a letter from the Ministry of Finance withdrawing the, the 15%. And until we receive that, that letter, we are resolved on the path we want to take in the demonstration. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping that that letter will come today. But we are resolved. The, the appetite for, for strike is very ripe. And we don't want to go that path. We want to engage and resolve all the issues pending. But the way we, 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 we all cited this press release um, on social media for us is also not healthy. We have written that we want the, the, the rates to be, to be withdrawn. And it was just appropriate that the minister would have written to us to say that uh, based on this, we want to now withdraw and engage. But like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that before close of the uh, we'll get that letter from the ministry. But when that comes, we'll, we'll meet tomorrow and then we'll look at the way forward. While in Parliament, some NDC MPs say they are absolutely not impressed with the Vice President, Dr. Baumier's attempt to extricate himself from the current difficulties the country is facing. The Vice President, addressing the nation yesterday, announced he will be removing some taxes imposed by the current government he is part of. But according to the minority, the Vice President simply casts himself as a dishonest person the country cannot trust. Your refusal to quit and continued with that mess makes you not just an accomplice, but an active participant. Your refusal to quit does not only make you an accomplice, but an active participant. His Excellency the President told everybody in this country that he made Dr. Baumia 
the economic, you know, the vice president because of the economy. That he was a novice. He doesn't know anything about the economy. And he got the economic whiskey. His wife, by the way, described him as economic whiskey. It is proven that Dr. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It's nothing but economic pollo. The president said that he appointed him because of the economy. He himself touted and boasted that as the chairman of the economic management team, that's with the absolute responsibility to manage an economy in which the president himself indicated that he was a novice. You cannot attempt to insulate yourself from the mess that is created. But you see, the attempt to run away from the mess created tells everybody that Dr. Baumia is admitting that this government failed. Parliamentary correspondent Kwekwasante joins us with more from Parliament. Kwekwasante, how else uh, would the minority have wished that Dr. Baumia presented his message? First off, they wanted him to own up. They wanted him to own up and see that this economic mess was caused by me as vice president and head of the economic management team. They do not understand that Dr. Balmia, in one sense, wants to extricate himself from the challenges that the government has faced, and then, in another sense, want to take credit for the positive. So, for instance, the vice president talks about internalization agenda, a few things that have gone on well, and seeks to say that he plays such a crucial role in getting this thing done. But when it comes to what is called, quote unquote, the mess, the challenges that the government has faced, the vice president said he was just the mate and was not the driver. The minority said that is completely not something that they are willing to accept, and that Ghanaians will not give Dr. Bamiya any more run to continuously destroy the economy. They pick up some of the things that the vice president talks about, for instance, the taxes that have been imposed on Ghanaians. They say that the vice president, as, as, as head of the EMC, did not speak up once to express his approval of his approval of these taxes. When EMC was, was going through Parliament, when MPs were fighting each other, when, when uh, MPs were driving so fast really to get to Parliament to get it through, the Vice President did not say anything. All these taxes about Bertin, Nilevi, and Mrs. Levy, the Vice President has not said anything about them prior to their parties. And so it does not make sense that the Vice President will want to explicate himself. On the other side, however, the majority MPs are clearing their minds that the Vice President is not the head of government. Our Vice President is willing to offer advice, but advice is not necessarily meant to be taken. And if someone decides to take the advice, then you cannot paint that on the Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ported this issue to assembly several times, especially some of the place when you go to some place down over there. You see that the, the house, uh, this the bathy water, they allow the bathy water on the road. Instead of the assembly to tackle those issues, the assembly 
are not doing anything. At times when you go to assembly, when you report to the assembly, assembly is, is expecting you to give them money, to bring them, to carry them with your car before they come and do their work. This is very terrible. So we are calling the government of the day to tackle this issue before 2024 election. If government doesn't do anything about this situation, we are expecting to I mean, mobilize the area people so that we will vote against the government of the day. The main road connecting Ashaman to neighboring communities in the Kwon Katamansu municipality has long remained untarred. Residents have been recounting their experiences about the impact on their daily lives. Ashama is in a very deplorable state and no one to be more responsible. We are on our DC responsible that he is capable of doing this. You can see they just came and do it just, uh, just last week. And they should pour water on it. The revenue that Ashama is taking, it's not small revenue. The MMC, we heard that, we heard that uh, the president has removed some of the MMDCs. So we are urging the president to remove this, our artery. It's not doing anything for Ashama. You can see why Ashama, are we not in Ghana? Look at the people have closed their stores. People don't know where, where, what to do on this road. When you go to the uh, MC, uh, MP, he will say this. The MMDC will say this. The day these people came here to grade this road, we told them that when you know they cannot do the road, so they should leave it like that for us. Then they say, oh, they are going to do it. So we should give message truly to the government. Always it's just dust. Dust. See how my bikes are. Because of the dust, I can't sit down to work. This is not how my body to be, but it's about the dust. So please, we plead them to come and do a Shama road for us. This roadway is uh, one of the main major roadways in Ashama here. Apart from this road, we know Gano Road. If you want to go to the Chrome, where we were to Apollonia down, and go come off for Medina Road to Akuse and things, or maybe this road, if you know use the main Afarwa Road. It be this road where they so, but here is the case. See the road, see the way the road they. And before self, you know, be like this way. They be man who way they here. If it's a say portals, it be lie. It be man who pan way they here. And we they suffer for the road. Our daughter self, this one self, it be like a good small. They can't change inside. We ourselves what we change inside. Like if you know be so, the flood will go happen for every rain fall. With the back there, make the watch. You know, we say NDC and LPP. If you Ghana. Residents in the two constituencies, disillusionized by the persistently poor road conditions, have threatened to refrain from voting in the upcoming 2024 general elections if the roads remain unfixed. About the Israel, one year my vote to my no road, no vote. When a main road from Afarua, a basin called Madina, and so she said, they're Rejoice some factors report read to you. Well, in the coming months, schools in Osu are in for a positive transformation aimed at reducing air pollution in their surroundings and creating safer spaces for children to play. City engineers currently undergoing innovative training to rethink and reshape road construction methods 
are at the forefront of this initiative. The ultimate goal is to strategically redesign these roads, minimize exposure to harmful air pollutants, and foster environments that allow children and neighborhoods to thrive in safety and well-being. Michael Ashali has more. Air pollution is the second biggest threat to health in Ghana. Exhaust fumes from the transport sector alone is responsible for almost half of Accra's particulate concentrations. The city of Accra is one of the most heavily polluted places in the country. The WHO estimates that more than 28,000 Ghanaians die prematurely every year as a result of air pollution. Children in urban schools often endure the adverse effects of vehicle fumes. Headmaster of Osu Salem School, Yimano Taki, knows this very well. The school, because it's not world, you always find children crossing to get food and all those things. So one, the safety of the children are a priority as an educator. So the school is very close to the road and sometimes or usually you find um, road um, cars parking in the school and around the school area. For stakeholders, their interest is to move from pollution to solution. Uh, so, I mean, I think for now, let's look at these um, six strategies and see which one that we can implement here. City engineers and technocrats pull from some of the municipal assemblies in the streets of Accra as members of a workshop organized by Clean Air Fund and Global Designing Cities Initiative. The goal is to assist engineers in discovering innovative approaches to prioritize pedestrian mobility and eliminate pollution within communities. In some countries, vehicle lanes have been repurposed to bicycle lanes. Vehicles in other countries are banned from using certain roads at certain times. In Ghana, two schools from Osu will benefit from the initiative. Sponsors of the initiative, Clean Air Fund, believes the project will allow children to play safely in their schools and neighborhoods. Victoria Osu Teria is an analyst with Clean Air Fund. On this project, we are looking at designing or redesigning streets into child's play um, within the Kole Klote municipality. Um, in the course of that, we'll be measuring um, air quality uh, concentration levels. So that will be done pre, um, before the start of the project, the designing itself, during the designing, and then post the designing. So we'll be able to identify pollution hotspots levels. Program manager of GDCI, Hayreton, explain how this will be done. Do is uh, start with a pilot project, select one school, and see if we can create a safe uh, space for kids to play, uh, removed from air pollution, and then showing the results so that we can implement these kind of projects in different parts of the municipality as well. So how soon can we see any of those projects come to life? In the next month, we'll be doing some design uh, projects, so we'll be sharing that with the community as well. However, Heriton is expecting some challenges along the way. There are areas in the, in the neighborhood where there is no sidewalk space and people are forced to walk on, on, on the roadbed. We think this, will, this creates a road safety risk in addition to air quality issues. So I think there will be some challenges with reallocating that space, how we can take that space and use it for other uses. 
Municipal Chief Executive of Kole Klote Municipality, Samuel Ni Ajay Teria, pledged to support the initiative to its conclusion. We can remove lanes at this stage, at least. The parking of the, uh, the vehicles next to the school is something that we all have to come together and engage the, uh, the, the restaurant and the nearby offices that is not acceptable. The alternative will be maybe you take a Uber and drop and then go in or use public transport uh, or any other public transport. That will be the alternative for now. Maybe in the near future, they hope that these areas can be filled with more people than vehicles that pollute all day. Well, all the best to them. For Joy News, Michael Ashale. This story was a collaboration with new narratives. Funding was provided by the Clean Air Fund. The funder had no say in the content of the story. Welcome, let's do some business with me, Emma Davis. The managing director of Labadi Beach Hotel, David Eduafo, has stated that the country has hotel facilities that can host international conferences and events to help Ghana rake in more foreign earnings. He added that Ghana provides the best destination for conferences across the West African region with exciting tourism sites. Speaking to Joy Business at the Labadi Beach Hotel won five awards at the Sith Ghana Hotels Association Awards 2024. Mr. Idrafo said putting customers first helped the hotel to win the prestigious five-star hotel of the year award. Ghana's premier five-star hotel, Labadi Beach Hotel, was adjudged the most customer-oriented hotel of the year, conference and banqueting team of the year, most digitalized hotel of the year, most secure hotel of the year, and the very prestigious five-star hotel of the year award. Mr. Eduafo stated the hotel achieved all of this feat by making sure the staff deliver excellent service to customers. We provide the best of service and I'll say proudly that I have a team that is so dedicated to what they do that they provide quality service and in our industry service delivery and consistent service delivery excellent service delivery is the key to uh, winning your customers and getting customer retention and that has been the hallmark of Labadi Beach Hotel we provide and deliver quality service. According to him, the remarkable achievement further solidifies Labadi Beach Hotel's position as the first choice hospitality destination in Ghana. It is not easy to provide standardized service and consistent quality service and of course food, quality food to big numbers if you don't have a team that can deliver that. And we have the team here. We have the best kitchen. When it comes to food, we have the best kitchen. We provide the best food in this country. So winning that award is an endorsement and tells the world what Labadi Beach Hotel can do and is doing. Touching on the future, he revealed that the hotel has a number of events planned for the year to excite customers and the public. We keep changing things. We keep making things different. We keep bringing out um, innovative products, things that will excite the customer because exciting the customer is our hallmark. We want to excite the customer. 
So we have other things lined up. Easter is coming. I mean, Valentine is coming. We have Valentine products. We have, uh, uh, you know, uh, for couples. And Labad, uh, Aquaba restaurant is open for, for Valentine. Latest World Bank food security update report shows that food prices remain high in low, middle, and high-income countries globally. Meanwhile, the bank says it will be committing about $45 billion worth of investments in expanding social... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Protection, boosting productivity and climate smart agriculture. Here's more. Global food security is a rising concern with many countries facing inflation on essential food items. The World Bank's latest food security update paints a worrying picture with soaring food prices impacting people across all income levels. The report shows that food inflation exceeds 5% in 74% of lower middle income countries and nearly half of upper middle income nations. Even high income countries are not immune with over 44% experiencing significant food price increases. Experts point to several factors driving this crisis, including recent attacks on ships in the Red Sea disrupting trade through the Suez Canal. This critical choke point for global food shipment is seeing a 40% decrease in trade volume. Further straining already stretched supply chains. While food prices were down in 2023 thanks to good harvest, the World Bank predicts a further decline in 2024 and 2025. However, this hopeful outlook is tempered by several risks including rising energy costs, extreme weather events and ongoing political tensions. Recognizing the urgent need for action, the World Bank is committing a staggering $45 billion to combat food insecurity. This includes a $22 billion in new lending and $23 billion from existing programs. This ambitious plan focuses on both immediate relief through expanded social safety nets and long-term solutions like increased food production and climate-smart agriculture. That'll be all for business. My name is Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Have a good afternoon. Let's discuss now on a joy news today with me, Muftao Nabila Abla, president of the Ghana Football Association, Ket Okreku, has admitted that Ghana uh, national team, uh, that the Black Stars, it has declined. And uh, he says that the failure of the senior national team to qualify out of the group in the Ongoya African Cup of Nations is a clear testament to the fact that Ghana football is on a decline. He's, however, uh, promising Ghanaians that he and his executive council will do the right things to ensure that Ghana is back to its glory days. We are talking about Ghana football. We've spoken about coast football. We've spoken about girls' football. We've spoken about base soccer, futsal. We've spoken about the development and investment needs of our top-tier leagues. We've spoken about the needs for investment in infrastructure, the introduction of our bar strategy, etc., etc. 
That should tell all of us here that the reflective period has taught us big lessons. We have engaged a lot and we accept where we have been wrong. The notes that have espoused here speaks to this fact. The reflective period has also emboldened us to take very, very decisive decisions. That would ensure, to quote the words of the Speaker of Parliament, the Black Stars and our national teams must rise from the ashes of setbacks. And we are very committed towards this. What we have said here is a testament of our commitment towards fixing the problems. I know all of us love our black stars. And our black stars players do love all of us. And all of us are committed towards fixing the problems with the black stars. Indeed, that journey has already started. And now, uh, let's hear from the flag bearer of the MPP, Dr. Mahmoud Bawumia, who has promised Ghanaians to transform Ghana sports if he's elected president of the country. Sports is a multi-million dollar industry, an enabler for the youth. However, we have not realized our full sports potential, and we cannot maximize the full potential of Ghana sports with the same funding model we have operated since independence. My government will therefore prioritize the creation of incentives for corporate sponsorship as a sustainable module of financing sports development and promotion of our national teams, including football, athletics, boxing at all levels. This will take the financial pressure of government and also enable government to redirect more support to other sports disciplines. My government, as part of a broad sports development mission, will establish the Ghana Sports Secretariat, which will be an agency under the ministry responsible for sports in collaboration with other such as the Ghana Education Service and Sports Federations. My government will also seek school-level collaboration with international sports bodies like the NBA and the NFL to make Ghana a hub for these emerging sports in Africa to create more opportunities for our young people. Ladies and gentlemen, we have already tried this with the NFL, the governing body for American football, which agreed to host in Ghana in 2022. The first, <laughs> which, which agreed to host in Ghana in 2022, the first ever NFL flag football in Africa after my engagement with them. This paved the way for 10 young Ghanaians to be selected to the United States to represent Africa in the global NFL tournament last year. That's your sports for now. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? 
Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.